from Krampus the Yule Lord by Brahm. The beast rolled its eyes. I am not a devil, fool. Do you ever wonder why you seek the devil with such vigor? I shall tell you, because you cannot face your own wickedness. The truth is, there is no devil making you torture, rape, murder, and sodomize one another, or making you destroy the very land that feeds you. There is only you. So look at yourself, for you are the only devil in this room. This is Gothic. The Gothic Podcast is a horror and humor actual play audio drama. As such, it contains material, including our jokes, that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, Sojourners. Thanks for joining us in the dark, in the dark of space, as we play the Alien RPG. Tonight, we return to the Pescado Malo. Uh-oh. Currently, drifting through space, klaxons blaring, red lights on, strobing in places. Our crew is scattered around. Patience and Bosco are in engineering. Lars is in the medical bay with Javier. The rest of the crew, who knows where they might be or even if they're still alive. And so, with that, we go to the engine room of the Pescado Malo. The engines still thrumming, still doing what it was they were designed to do, even while within the chamber that contains them, horrors beyond the imaginings of the ship's engineers take place. Atop one of the giant banks of machinery, patients, is held aloft by one of the alien xenomorphs. But the face that Patience stares at is not that of an alien, but rather that of Lazarus Kane. And it is not Patience who stares at him, but Dr. Grace Moreau. Dr. Grace Moreau, says Lazarus Kane. I have found you at last. And he uses the body of the alien to shake you some. And Dr. Grace, do you have enough wits about you to say or do anything? I've been uh, thinking about that. I kind of immediately want to... Well, what I want to do is get back out of his vision. And I feel like the thing that would first come to mind is to go for his eyes with a poke or a scratch or something like that. Because obviously I'm being held up off the ground and so like worming out of the grasp is going to be very difficult. But I want to start by no longer being looked at by this guy. This sounds to me like you're trying to achieve a goal more than cause damage, yes? Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I want to, I want to, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to like blind him 
briefly. So whether that's like pocket sand or whether it's like poking his eyes out, it doesn't really matter because my main goal is is uh, blinding him. In that case, if you wish to use Patience's abilities, hmm. use use close combat. Okay. If you wish to use Doctor Grace's abilities, use act under pressure. Hmm. Let me go look at act under pressure. Remind myself. It is the good one, where if you get seven to nine, I give you your three options. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. What is it plus? Oh, plus cool. Uh, I'm going to do that. I haven't done that in a while. Yay! I love the act under pressure. <laughs> act under pressure! Okay. Roll away, Dr. Grace. Uh, it is a seven. Excellent. Which means you get to give me my three options. Yes, I do. So, you can reach up and blind Kane temporarily, but that will be only very temporarily. Or you can reach up and blind Kane in one eye, at least permanently, and then the other temporarily, but patients will lose something. My arm. <laughs> <laughs> or you can reach up and cause him to lose his vision for a longer period of time, he'll eventually get it back. But something else will happen. Something will happen to someone else. Oh, okay. I have a secret whipping boy. <laughs> uh, I was kind of joking about uh, patients losing their arm, but I feel like narratively that actually makes a lot of sense. It has already been established, in fact. I was going to say, if that is the thing that patients loses, I feel like that makes makes sense. Uh, gosh. Permanent partial lose a limb. <laughs> and it would blind Kane, 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 in one eye permanently. Man, I've like, I've had such enough of this guy. I want to go for that one. I, yeah. Do it. Maybe it's that like, I could have retrieved the arm later, but now I don't have that option. I don't know. Okay. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, you reach up and you plunge Patience's thumbs into Kane's eyes. One of them really digs in deep, and you feel its the eye squishing underneath your fingertip, and then you hear a pop, even above the klaxons, the alarms going off all over the ship. Kane screams. The xenomorph grabs a hold of your arm and rips it from your body, Patience Grace. And Grace feels this pain, too. It echoes across realities. It hurts so bad. <laughs> Crosses universes. And you realize that when Dr. Grace is present, just like right now Lazarus Kane is present more fully, that damage can be done across mm. the, uh, the realities. But that knowledge is, is quickly... Not subsumed, not forgotten, but certainly uh, moved to the background behind the pain that is, uh, that is caused. And then Kane, through the xenomorph, shakes you and says, Something is wrong here. Not all of you is here. What is this? And he flings you away from him. Patience goes flying. Bosco, you 
see this. You see the figures silhouetted up there against the red lights on the ceiling. You see Patience's arm torn off, the white fluid within that marks them as being an android um, spraying. And then the creature throws them across the room, and they slam against the wall and then tumble to the ground, unmoving. Patience, you take four damage. Yikers. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of damage. Bosco, what do you do? Bosco emits what can only be described as some sort of deep guttural scream. <laughs> Not high-pitched, but lower than you would think of a body could make. Uh, as everything that he has just witnessed is beyond terrifying to the point where his brain cannot process it. After a moment of that, what's the alien doing? Is it still there? It is standing on top of that machinery, its arms spread wide, and its head, that torpedo-shaped head, kind of pointed up, and it is howling itself, screaming at the ceiling. And you can see that one, uh, it doesn't have eyes, <laughs> but somehow patients must have gotten their fingers into a chink of the, the chitin of its head, that sleek, glossy black armor plating of its head. And you can see that a huge chunk of it is just ripped off. And there's this huge scar there now, this, this huge welter chasm of a breach in its sleek head and there's that acid blood dripping out of it starting to sizzle on the machinery how high up is this um probably about um what 15 20 feet all right um high enough that i couldn't easily get to him yeah you could climb up there but it would take a while you could shoot it if you had a gun yeah i sure could if i had a gun so, uh, Patience is now down on my level, I believe. Yeah, and not too far away, actually. I am going to, uh, I'm going to run over to Patience, try to grab her, and my intention is to do the, like, the one-arm carry and see if I can't haul her out of there and run away. You rush over to Patience, grab them by underneath the one remaining shoulder, and just start dragging them out of the engineering area? Yeah, like I said, I want to try to do the, um, kind of, not not a full fireman's carry, but I want to grab them and, like, you know, almost like you grab an arm and you kind of pull it over and half bring up on the shoulder. The other arm just tears right off. Yes. (laughs) No, just kidding. Uh, Hopefully, grab them like that and just take patience out the door, kind of in a half fireman's carry, I suppose. So that is going to be pretty much all of your actions. Okay. Uh, but you are going to get out the door, and you are going to be able to slam the the uh, button that that closes the the hatch between the engineering section and the junction that is right outside. I do, and I flop patients down on the floor, and I kind of want to see if they are conscious in any way, or what is what what the yeah trying to see if they are alive ish. As you're being laid down there, patience, you have awareness, and it is the patient's awareness coming back to the forefront. Dr. Grace 
it now recedes into the background again and was apparently not shocked enough, astonishingly enough, to be thrown out of the book world and back into the real world of Macon, Missouri. That's probably good. <laughs> what would have happened if I had? <laughs> Complete system shutdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Across three characters. <laughs> oh, man. Or something else. I don't know. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so we got that to look forward to. Hmm. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Yeah. So, patience, what you do you do? You dream, you die in real life. Um, look at Bosco and, and be like, it's not going after the engines. This is predatory. It'll be after crew members. We should regroup to a central location. Mother's voice comes on over the intercom system. This is not a usual thing. And Mother says, I'm on the wrong Mother says, oops, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> oops, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> Mother says, Portside shuttle, damaged. Portside shuttle, damaged. Portside shuttle, unavailable for evacuation. Portside shuttle, unavailable for evacuation. Is Mother lying to us? Let's not regroup to the portside shuttle. Do I shuttle. hear this as well? Yeah, this comes uh, throughout the ship. Okay, this is a ship, okay. And then she says, Starboard side shuttle preparing for launch. Starboard side shuttle preparing for emergency launch. Who the f- can, can I ask Mother who's launching the starboard side shuttle? Oh, if only you had a terminal here that worked that hadn't been acid fried. Oh! <laughs> All of our terminals. This thing hates communications. <laughs> but you could. You would have to make it to that Mother interface room that the captain goes to whenever he's, like, directly talking to Mother. How far away is that? Uh, that is up on A deck, which is two decks above you. Would it be closer just to go to the starboard side shuttle and see for ourselves? <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Uh, the shuttles are on B deck, so only one deck above you. And one deck below you, Lars, because you're on A deck at the moment. Uh, and my last question is, uh, we just have the two shuttles, right? Yes. And am I starboard or port for the medbay? Uh, medbay is uh, slightly port side. So I've got to go across the ship. Okay. And down. But you're almost right. Out, well, actually, you're right across from the elevator that goes down <laughs> or just a little ways away from uh, a junction that has a uh, ladder well that goes down to the next deck. But you are in the medbay for a reason. So let's yeah let's actually go to you, Lars. So you're here in the med bay. You've just made a grisly discovery. Uh, Javier uh, Jarus's uh, chest exploded from within. Oh dear! Looking left, looking right. Is there anything close? Priority. Uh, still have med kit on my mind. Is what I was looking for. Um, secondary, looking for weapons. Well, your primary target is here. Uh, there are several med kits uh, here, most of them, at least three of the maybe four or five that are here, have been opened and rummaged through, and they're laying on whatever flat surfaces are around, and their contents have been spilled out. Oh, shit. Around Javier? Uh, in Around Javier, but also just, you know, from where they were being stored, they've been pulled down off of the walls put onto various cabinet spaces and opened and then and then dug through. And it looks like whoever was doing it 
was looking for, you know, something specific, but uh, whether they found it or not, you don't know. Closest to me. A chipmunk? What, what's your, what are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm just looking for the closest to me to grab and then duck back out of the doorway then. You, like, get to one that's really close by, and then you just start piling, you know, the stuff that's around it into it, and then slam yeah, it closed and, then, and take it with you? Yep. All right. Uh, you are still suffering. Um, so out the door you go. Where are you headed? Um, right outside the door, I'd like to lock the door, turn around to the panel, slap my hand on it, oh, seal med bay door. Okay. Let's uh, draw for initiative for you, shall we? Okay. Oh, no. What do I get? What do I get? What will it be? What will the card say this time? Dun, 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 dun. The cards say for you. Oh, the ace. Nice. Doesn't matter what the cards say for me. So you pile all of that stuff into one of the med kits. You slam it closed. You stagger, limp, drag yourself out through the door, turn around quickly hit the panel that will close the door. The door begins to slide shut, and you see you see a dog-sized creature charging for the door from inside the med bay from underneath Javier's cryobed. And it looks like a small version of the thing that had dragged you around Deck C for a while. But the door closes just before it gets to you, and you just hear it thud against the other side as it slams against it. Down below, on deck C, Bosco and Patience are making a decision on what to do. Patience is leaking hydraulic fluid. The starboard side shuttle, I'll just, I don't know, get up and start moving towards the starboard side shuttle. You know, Bosco is not exactly recovered, uh, at least mentally, from uh, the sequence of events that has transpired. He um, is somewhere between uh, paralytic shock and total disbelief. So patience may be thinking rationally and logically, but Bosco's thought process can be more described as, uh, what the hell was that? What the hell are you? (laughs) What the hell is going on? And what the hell are you doing? Do you say this out loud? (laughs) Yeah, I think that last part actually came out loud, but definitely in that that growly uh the voice and you can see the panic on bosco you know he's breathing heavy he's he's functioning but um yeah he has no clue what just happened and he seems to be very upset about it starboard side shuttle preparing for emergency launch countdown begins in 10 seconds i forgot what the hell's going on with the shuttles the shuttle is launching countdown will begin in 10 seconds I intend to go there and see who's taking the last remaining shuttle from us. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's good, uh, as good as idea as any. And let, yeah, let's move away from here. That's a good idea. Yep, yep, I'm going. Let's go. We skedaddle. Are you going to go up the ladder that's right in front of you then to B deck? That's where the shuttle is, right? Yes. Uh, sure. Why not? Unless there's something really suspicious like acidy green uh, acid blood on it. Or a, a creature, you know, stalking us. That'd be what you call a no-go. You get up to the top of the ladder, and Mother's Voice says, Starboard side shuttle, launch countdown begins now. 30, 29, 28. And even as 
the sound of her voice comes across the intercom system. You also hear down below you the door to the engineering slide open. That's where we just came from, right? Yes, it is. That's bad. Okay. The starboard shuttle is uh, to the starboard side. (laughs) That is to your right as you are facing the front of the ship. And uh, there is a tunnel that uh, heads that direction. And then off of that tunnel is the long arcing tunnel that goes back through the aft end of the ship and toward the starboard side where the um, shuttle hangar bay is, where it just sort of hangs off the, uh, the ship there. And I assume you're going to be running that way? I was going to say, in my estimation, would we, would it require running? Yes. Okay, then I start. You to run. can make it there, and you know, patients, that if you can get to the controls that are in the vestibule uh, before you know that accesses the uh, the shuttle, that you can stop the countdown, or at least you should be able to, if something bad hasn't happened. Mm, thinking of those uh, those uh, comp panels. <laughs> <laughs> dotted throughout the ship uselessly. Bosco, you are trailing along behind? Uh, yes, as quickly as possible, uh, while still kind of doing the very uh, nervous glance around the shoulder, waiting for the next completely screwed up thing to happen. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, Bosco, go ahead and give me an observation roll. Oh, goodness, that seems like a terrible idea. There it is. Um, What's your stress die on? Uh, I am at three at the moment. Unless you're going to let it go down by one in that moment of rest outside the... Uh... Yeah, you need at least five minutes, and I don't think you've had it. Sorry. All right. I tried to stretch it out and have a conversation, but, you know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, well, no successes, but no uh, face huggers. So I guess it's a mixed bag, as it were. <laughs> if you rolled all... The same thing, would you call it a homogenous bag? Holy crap! Jesus Christ! What the hell? That's a lot of successes. <laughs> Holy moly! That's four successes on eight die! Jeezy crazy. <laughs> so it has really good mobility. <laughs> oh, man. You make the turn into the long tunnel that goes to the shuttle vestibule, and you glance behind you, Bosco. Mm-hmm. And it's not trying to hide. In fact, it may be trying to be seen to incite fear in you. It is that creature that you had tried to leave behind in engineering, but apparently it knows how doors work. And <laughs> no, that's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you see there for a moment in the hellish red light of the emergency lamps, the the tear down one side of its head, the greenish blood still dripping, burning through the grating on the floor of the corridors here. You see it filling the opening between the two tunnels, and its mouth open, and that second set of jaws come out and snap in the air. Roll for panic. Oh, for shizzle and nizzle. Okay, that's a... Uh, oh, dear. Well, um, that's a seven. So well, I go up one. That could be worse. 
because patients could be a non-synthetic, and that would have also caused them to have taken stress, but they are not. Wait, did you already have something else, though? Yeah, I was already at three, so now I'm at four. Four stress? Yes. But you didn't have any effects on you, did you? I did not have any effects, no. Okay. Right. Thus far, I feel like most of us have gotten really lucky with our panic rolls, but I expect that'll start to change. <laughs> yeah, go, go back and listen to, um, to yeah. uh, Lars. Except for Lars, yeah. <laughs> the Lars Except section Lars. from last episode. <laughs> the, the, the shiny math rocks don't work so well for Lars. <laughs> Uh, Bosco, you see all of this. What do you do? Um, but it it is not between us and the shuttle. It's coming from another... It is coming behind you, but there is... You know, because you know the ship, there is nowhere to go except uh. to the shuttle at this point. There's no, you know, there's no other corridors that lead out of the shuttle vestibule yeah. anywhere. Um, this thing has you pinned down this tunnel right now. So, yeah, if that doesn't cause you to tremble, I don't know what would. Well, that's bad. Um, and Patience is doing something with the shuttle? Patience well, is I'm running. I'm going to try. Yeah, ahead yeah. of you. Um, 25, 24, 23. Then Basto is going to use the one and only line that you can in a situation like this. Must go faster. Must go <laughs> faster. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tries to run faster. As as Bosco careens by you, patient, <laughs> must go faster, must go faster. You burst into the shuttle vestibule, and you see you see uh, Doctor Carla Shaw struggling into a an evac suit, and she's got all of it on except for the helmet, and she's about to try to put that on and. The door to the shuttle is open right behind her. Okay. Is, can you remind me, is, is Dr. Carla Shaw the head um, physician on the ship? She is the only physician on the ship. She is the chief medical officer, but she's the only medical officer. Okay. What was um, Javier? He was a uh, pilot? He was a pilot. And then there's the captain somewhere. Right. Captain Moses Franks, if you mm -hmm. forgot. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember, but, you know, just in case our listeners, like, forgot... <laughs> <laughs> How close is it behind us? Bosco, you can you can say whatever it is that Bosco would say, knowing that it's really, really close behind you. <laughs> Too damn close, that's for sure. As Bosco says that, let's go to Lars. Lars, what do you do? The small but dangerous creature just smashed into the med bay door on the other side of you. You're in a tunnel outside of the med bay. There's an elevator right behind you. And to the starboard is a ladder well going down to uh, B deck. Over the intercom system, you hear 22, 21. Oh, shit. Can I do uh, a quick look for adrenaline in the med kit that I just grabbed and try and inject myself with that? Sure. And then running for that starboard side. Uh, Shuttle Bay. Okay, so you're going to go down the ladder well then? Yeah, that'll probably be the quickest. I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can just see you pushing the button for the elevator. 
waiting for it to clatter up, then listening to it as it goes down. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement about this. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, definitely jumping down the ladder, like firemen slide down the sides of the ladder to the second floor and then jumping off. As one fast action, just give me an observation um, roll mm. to... See if you can find the thing you need um, without uh, dumping the whole med kit all over the floor. Okay. Oh, my observation sucks. All you need is one. Yeah, but I've got six stress level dice to roll. Okay, that was decent. Uh, one success. No face huggers. Oh. No face huggers for once. You have <laughs> broken your streak. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you'll recall, Jesse did not make one single roll that didn't have at least one face hugger last time. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> for real? Oh, no. Well, except for the time that I had to roll a critical injury. <laughs> <laughs> then I rolled two successes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes, you find an adrenaline syringe, and you don't even... It's like right on top, practically. Maybe subconsciously, when you were dumping things into the box, you your hands just naturally put it there, knowing that you might need it soon. What would you like to do with it now that you have it? Inject it and run like Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh no, I wish to hear this, because it needs to be injected directly into your heart. So, I want your description of this event. Another of your characters is um, getting stabbed in the heart, but this time intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to stab him three times? Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's already a there's already a guide hole though. <laughs> right. A Axel better, better watch out, he's next. <laughs> this is gonna hurt. And he just lifts it up and like just straight into his chest. And then thumb to the plunger, like before the pain can really set in, like so quick, just like <gasps> and then running. Okay. <clears throat> I won't make you make any more mobility rolls for a while, because you now have the adrenaline rushing through your body. That's good, because my mobility is negative two right now. <laughs> Bosco? Yes? Are you trying to get the door closed, or are you doing something oh, else? Oh, absolutely. That's a hell of an idea. Bosco is frantically trying to get the door closed. The door slides closed. The view pane in it, thick glass, round about the size of a head, suddenly filled with that second jaw as it snaps against the glass right in front of your face, Bosco. You know, since you so conveniently pointed out a moment ago that this thing knows how to use doors, Bosco definitely wants to do what he can to disable said door as quickly as possible. That is going to be a calm check. Are you, are you sure it's not a heavy machinery roll? Pretty sure it's not heavy machinery. All right. <laughs> If there was heavy machinery here that you could use to disable it, I would let you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, no! Oh, no! no! Great googly moogly. Yeah. That is three facehuggers. Three That's of so my bad. four stress die rolled a facehugger. Welcome face to Lars's nightmare. <laughs> but two successes. But two successes. <laughs> If you don't get one of those results that say that whatever it was you were trying to do fails. Oh, man. Um, that's, that's very bad. Yeah. 
So you get immediately get another stress uh, die. Well, you get to add that to your panic roll. Oh, goodness. Meanwhile, patients, while uh, that panic roll is about to be rolled, uh, Dr. Shaw looks at you. Um, her eyes widen as she sees your missing arm. And she says, it wasn't supposed to go like this, but I can't let you off this ship. Well, that's bad. I want to, first of all, stop the shuttle launch. Uh, and second of all, look at her directly in her eyes and say, how was it supposed to go, Dr. Shaw? You have to also make a comm check in order to do this. However, uh, I need to... Calm tech, huh? Yep. But let's give you some initiative because she's not going to let that happen without a fight. Okay. You get an eight. Okay, that's Dr. Not great. Shaw gets a seven. Ah, god dang it. Dr. Shaw leaps for you and is going to attempt to grapple you away from the panel. Let me say that into the microphone. I rolled the wrong number of dice. Hold on. Let me get let me get just a couple more. All right, one success. Uh, you can try to block this. And by blocking it, what I would allow you to do is resist it so that you can continue trying your calm tech. Okay. So, because neither one of you have weapons, per se, mm -hmm. so I will allow you, since you have the equal amount, this doesn't say this anywhere in the rules, uh, but uh, since you are on an equal footing as far as weaponry goes, I will let mm -hmm. you. Uh, try to block, block it. Block it. Uh, yeah, I will do that. Uh, do I have to roll anything to block? Yes, that? it is uh, close combat. Close combat. Okay. Oh, dang it. Patience. It's uh, no successes. All right. She pulls you away from the terminal. Her strength is much, much more than what it should be. She shouldn't be able to do this, you realize, patience. Not unless... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay, literally, I think Bosco is the only human on this show. <laughs> At, soon, that may be the case. <laughs> you want me to do my panic roll, see how bad Bosco is? Oh, lordy. Oh, god dang it. That's a lot. It's a That's nine. Too much. It is a nine. The good news is I still get my successes at a nine, at least. But as a panic roll, isn't that a drop an item? It is drop an item, though. Yeah, and your stress level does increase by one. Yep. Drop an item. What else you got on you there, Bosco? Well, how about this? If I drop my maintenance jack, because that's the only thing I have that's also a weapon. Yeah, it makes sense that you would need to do that in order to work the controls on the terminal. Maybe it has like some sort of a manual shutoff, so I use the tool, I manage to crank it, but since I'm panicking, as I wrench that the jack around as hard as I can, manage to flip the manual lock closed, but then the jack goes flying because I just put way too much force and pressure behind it. Something like that, maybe? What I like, actually, I like that, but I, what I like a little bit better is that in your panic, you actually use too much torque on it, and it bends your maintenance jack. And then it goes flying, pops out of your hands, and, and goes flying away. It's still can be used as a weapon, but not necessarily as a maintenance jack. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, she has effectively pulled me away from the control panel, right? Yes. Am I, am I like, like, grappled as, like, a, like a condition, or 
did she just like yank me away? Does she does she have like a hold like a headlock on me or something? Yeah, she has her arm around uh your upper body okay. uh kind of and and has has pulled you back away. And now that she has you grappled, she can attack you mm-hmm. without you being able to block it. And that's the only action I can you can take try to break free as a slow trigger. action. You'll still have a fast action after that. Well, okay. Let me try uh, trying to break free. What did that? What was that close close combat? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna do that first. Get that out of the way. I got one success. Dang it. Two successes. Okay. And so with that uh, bonus there, she has a stunt available to uh, her, and she just like punches you in the side of the head with like. Really, really strong punch. And I still have a fast action, right? Bosco, you see this? It's like Terminators fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving um, like in fast. It's just like this quick. The T two hundred versus the T one thousand. If at any point I can jump in on that, let me know. Uh, yeah, you'll have to get a hold of that maintenance jack again. Uh, but uh, before you can do that, Lars, you're sliding down the uh, ladder. Eighteen, seventeen. 16. Uh, you are coming down pretty far forward. Oh. You have several corridors that you have to navigate to get back there. Uh, but you also are spicy with adrenaline, so you can just run full out, bouncing off of padded walls as you take corners. Yeah, I imagine like one of those clips in a movie where the person is running around like a party but with the front-mounted camera faced back at their face. And it's just Lars running, (gasps) 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 looking back over the shoulder and just keep turning a corner down the corridor and just making it as far as he can. Bosco. Oi. I'm guessing you wish to retrieve your weapon? Um, sure. Snatch it back up. And then what are you going to do? Well, my intention is to get close enough to uh, use said weapon and help out my... Hopefully the android that's on my side? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you think that is? (laughs) Um, The one who was helping me get to the shuttle, not the one that said they can't let us leave. (laughs) At this point, that is the uh, best indication there. Oh, good lord. Okay. And the good doctor cannot block because uh, she doesn't have a weapon in hand Mm-mm. and is also, well, I mean, except for, you know, patience. <laughs> <laughs> Thro- throws me at Bosco. <laughs> this is a lot of dice and it's probably going to go very, very poorly. Oh, the, odds no. of, the odds of getting another face hugger are pretty high. So here we go. Bosco's having a bad day. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, everyone, uh, you see, everyone, uh, I guess there's one that isn't, is there? Yeah. Yeah, that's so true, I got that's true, that's true. Almost all of those came from my stress die. So two successes. I said, oh no, because I thought all four of them were face huggers also, but they're not. All right, so yeah, you have two successes and two face huggers. Yeah. Oh. That is what I have. Good lord. Well, yep, got to do the uh, panic first. Yeah. I mean, if there's any time that there should be panicking happening, it's now. Yeah. Uh, that is only a seven. First, that does re- increase it. Yeah, damn it, and increases it to ten. Ah, oh, dang it! But wait, does he succeed in in what he did though? Also, it says, it says lose my next slow action. But the slow action that he was attempting to do doesn't he still succeed at it? The CA is cancel action, even if you rolled a six. So, oh, yeah. sorry, buddy. When it's that high, there's just 
I mean, I'm at six now, so I can't roll and increase it. So there, I can literally do nothing from here on out because there's no way to not get something that's cancel action or higher. <laughs> yeah. So what does this look like, Bosco? You freeze. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He grabs the uh, jack from the floor, and he has that moment where he wants to charge uh, and, and you know, uh, this uh, wailing attack, but he looks over and sees the alien trying to, you know, still trying to work his way through the door. He sees, you know, patients pinned against the, the side there and just freezes, just doesn't move like he's, he can't will himself forward like he wants to. Dr. Shaw's turn. Bam! Another fist to the head, Patience. Another damage. Uh, nope, just one success, so one point. Can I block any of these? No, you can't as long as you're grappled. Okay. Because the, the only thing I can do is attempt to escape, right? Yes. And so she to do that, she only needed a fla- uh, to do a fast action. Oh, dang it. Yeah, so she still has her slow action. 15, 14, 13 is next. Which I think <laughs> is to let go of you and dive into the shuttle. Because if she's in the shuttle, even if you manage to turn off the automatic launch sequence, she'll still be able to override your override and launch the shuttle manually. So she, like, pushes you away and then just runs for the open entrance into the shuttle. So she can do this as a, uh, as a retreat disengage, leaving her helmet behind, but... Eh. <laughs> Does she have actions enough left to close the door, or is the door still open? The door will still be open. She only has enough actions to get like get into the seat, not even get strapped down or anything. But Did Bosco succeed in damaging the door of the vestibule enough to so that it wouldn't open again in a hurry? Whatever the thing is that's out there is pounding on it. It is not opening. But every once in a while, boom, boom. So, so what I was thinking about doing, but if Bosco succeeded, this isn't going to work. Uh, was opening the door, but like shoving the creature into the shuttle with her and then closing the door. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I literally can't remember if Bosco succeeded at. Oh, he did. Yeah. He okay. did. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now you, you have the grip strength in your synthetic hand that you have left. Yeah. To do what the, um, the Jack did, which was to manually lock the door so you could unlock it. Without having to use the jack, you can just use you, but it's a lot of actions required. I would have to have things go so right. Yeah. How you feeling, punk? You feeling lucky? The tension is high. <sighs> okay. Ten. Nine. The pounding on the door stops. Bosco's just standing there with a uh, with his jack just held up over his head. Just He's looking around, his eyes wide. You can see the whites of his eyes. Breathing heavy. You know... Take no chances, making no successes, right? I want to open the door. Uh, I want to shove the creature into the shuttle with Dr. Shaw. Uh, I will give you uh, one more bit of information. I, I mean, I like this idea. I like it a lot. But I do want to give you all the knowledge that you, that you patients would have. Mm-hmm. If you go ahead and override the emergency launch sequence, it will take her a little while to take control of the shuttle. I guess if I disabled the shuttle, we could fix it again afterwards. But, like, I'm I'm just kind of like... <laughs> oh. But it's a close combat, and I haven't been rolling well on those this episode. Okay. All right. I mean, you're an android. You're the only one, even though you just have one arm, 
that has a chance of throwing the alien into That would be so cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. willing to give you coolness dice. No, for- I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. All right. It has been trying to get in. It has backed off and is about to give one more run running, oh, it's running ram at, at the, the door. door. Okay, cool. Well, then I'll time uh opening the door to when it starts to charge just to give it a little extra bit of momentum. It will take you a Fast action to open the door. And then it is on top of you. It's right there. It's right there in front of you. It's just all a mass of arms and tail in segmented form. And that sleek head, although it is still ripped on that one side. And all you have a chance to do here is use its own momentum against it. Close combat. And I'll give you plus two dice. Okay. Oh, come on, patience. One <laughs> one success. <laughs> Don't you have, what's your strength? I mean, what is your strength? Seven. I roll a lot of dice. They're just not so you did, going you well for me. You should have just rolled nine dice, right? Yes. Okay. I got one success out of nine dice. It's been a very frustrating, <laughs> frustrating session. All right. I mean, I guess it could try to make a mobility against you. Um, but honestly, this is just actually, you know, too cool for it not to work. So I'm just going to give you your one success. I want to fall on my back, like in the Lion King and like bounce it off my, (laughs) my, uh, hands and legs and kick it over my head into the shuttle. Let me just see what would have happened had I rolled mobility. Because if it fails in all of them, then we can be very excited about that. Yeah. I can't see. So I rolled eight mobility, uh, dice, patience. You have against your one success. All I really need is one to balance it out. I got zero, yes. zero <laughs> successes on eight mobility dice. I throw it into the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, you you do you you push uh, you just use its own own momentum. It's uh f- it's flailing at you. You can feel its you know claws uh, tearing at your at your clothes, uh, but not actually getting to the the synthetic skin below and then it is on past you and uh, sl- uh sliding almost into the in through the hatch of the shuttle <laughs> eight bosco close the door seven bosco close the door <laughs> six all that takes bosco is pushing a <laughs> pushing a panel it doesn't even require a roll of any sort <laughs> Well, I mean, I should be able to, because I only lost my next slow action, so, I mean, I can still act, I just can't. Yeah. Any panic dice and I'm screwed. So, yeah, I'm going to try to close it. You slam your hand on the panel, the door between the shuttle and the vestibule closes. Now, Lars, what you hear, still running, just pell-mell down the corridor, is... Five. Four. And you're just turning the, the, uh, making the turn down the long corridor toward the vestibule. You'll never make it. You know you'll never make it, but you're just trying outright as fast as you can. Three, two, one. Emergency shuttle launch. Emergency shuttle launch. Stand clear. And then, Lars, you are sliding into the vestibule where you see Patience and Bosco. Patience is missing an arm. 
and oozing <laughs> hydraulic fluid. Take one stress for finding out that one of your co-crew is a uh, an android. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. I almost went this. I'm almost went this episode without, without getting a stress. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it to them, but I was. I thought the whole time it's like once I make it there, that's a whole other stress die. Shit. <laughs> All right, stress is taken. Then mother comes on and says, "Ship's course auto set for Wednesday station, a Sojourner Corporation built science station." Objects in overhead compartments may shift during transit. Is that Ooh. where we were supposed to be going? Oh no, that's the like the secret message, huh? No, I actually think you did know your. I think you did know that destination. But any any case, then you're standing there, Lars. What do you do? Uh, so I see this situation. Shuttle has just launched. Shuttle has just launched. You know the other shuttle has been damaged, but you don't know who did it. Although you might suspect. <laughs> Uh, mm, 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 Captain, mm, 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 Captain, mm, 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 Captain Franks, uh, was that him or, or, or was that Shaw? If you look over, uh, Bosco's slumped against the wall, fishing a flask out of the side of his, his uniform and his hands are shaking and he's trying to, to get the top off and he's just, uh, 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 mm, uh, it was Shaw. I'll yeah. go to Bosco, there's a fast action called Stop Panic. Can I just like push the flask away from him and be like, I need you to pull yourself together? No, don't push the flask away. That's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to pull yourself together and then you can have a drink. Don't you have to make a command roll for that to work? I'll make a command roll. Oh, it's not great. Well, let's try it anyway. No successes. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> There's a slim chance you might actually have five minutes here where you can cut down on some some of your stress level, though. You see Bosco managed to get a sip from the flask, then a little bit longer sip from the flask. <laughs> there, There's monsters on board. We we should arm up. There's, what, Is that supposed what? to be some kind of joke? What, what of them's on the shuttle? There's m- more behind me. Well, hell, oh. ain't you just full of good news? Where? Uh, 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 Javier in Medbay was had one um, hits. Uh, Javier's dad um, is is Captain Frank's around. No, no idea. Well, now we're going to Wednesday Station, so maybe we should head to the bridge, and our armaments will be uh, a good idea. Yeah, and and patience has already been disarmed. <laughs> 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 oh. You're very and, funny, Bosco. Was, oh my god. That was and, and I see Bosco trying to calm himself down by telling a terrible, terrible joke. So you guys can take, um, you know, five, ten minutes here to catch your breath and to catch each other up on your stories. You think it's pretty safe if you've got the thing confined to Medbay. Well, Lars, I've got bad news for you because they can open doors. One followed me to med bay and i got poisoned and then i found javier exploded and another was chasing me uh i I locked it in med bay and then i made my way here is there a comm panel in this vestibule that hasn't had acid blood on it yet (laughs) (laughs) yes 
can I go see if it's still sealed in medbay with the comm panel? <laughs> yes. I would like to do that. I mean, you bring up comms across the ship. Oh, I can talk to other people. Mm-hmm. What were you trying to do? Oh, I wanted to see if uh, see if it's still locked in the medbay, if the medbay door is still sealed. Yes, that door is still sealed. Okay, so, so the two that we know of are disposed of. Uh, I guess I'll report to the captain then. <laughs> it's so weird being able to talk to each other across the ship. Patience to Captain Franks. Patience to Captain Franks. Come in, Captain Franks. Hey, wait a minute, Lars. You said one of them, like, burst out of the chest in the med bay, right? Uh, out of Javier, yes. Huh. How many more people are there on this ship? This is the one that ch- chased me from the cargo bay. No, I mean, Dr. Shaw's gone. We're here. There's the captain. Who else? Shaw, Javier, us three, and the captain. That's what I'm saying. So there could be one more of them things out there if it got the captain. Then there's a crackling, and a voice comes over the intercom system. I'm so sorry there's no Captain Franks here, but I'm afraid your poor souffle has fallen. It's such a shame. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. And we'll see where things go from that on the next Gothic Podcast. Oh, my God. That's great. We hear jewels on oh our intercom. God, that's, that's so wonderful. wonderful. The Gothic Podcast is a humor and horror actual play podcast produced by C. Patrick Nagel, starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery LaFournaise, Jesse Baldwin, and Richard Southard. Season 3 of The Gothic Podcast uses rules from the Alien RPG, produced by Free League Publishing and Monster of the Week, written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Theme music is by Zoe Hovland and original artwork by Jared George Art. If you enjoy The Gothic Podcast, please like, rate, and review us on iTunes. Visit our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram feeds, and check out our Patreon page. Thanks! Your call has been automatically forwarded to an automatic voice messaging system. USMC Wapiti is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options.